the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show with the Monday edition. Oh, my. Oh, another day, another week, another fill-in-the-blank for me, babies. It is just another complete insanity. I think we were talking about the insanity of those that are calling us insane on the left. Uh, We've got, and, and, you know, it continues tonight, the insanity of Fauci pushing double masks. we got to talk about that. We've actually got uh, to talk about... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the insanity going on in this country to where uh, we are being we are literally being declared domestic terrorists because we have the gall to question the outcome of the election and it is getting uh, it, the persecution within our courts is actually growing we got to talk about that we've got much to talk about Bob Walters who's usually with us on Fridays is is here with us tonight he had to take Friday night off so we got to get into a lot my question for you guys uh, we've got uh, San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond who's going to be with us after the first break. And one of the big stories going on in San Diego is uh, the vaccination centers that have been set up. And I got a question for you guys. Have you gotten the vaccine? And do you intend to? Yes or no? And why or why not? 888-344-1170. We'll make time. Uh, I, I might actually even take a call in the open as well as, but primarily later on in the show, last segment of the show, we'll take calls. We've got with two guests is kind of hard, but we're going to work you in if you want to call in and talk about the vaccination. 888-344-1170. We are streaming live right now on Facebook. We got a little story with Facebook. We got much to talk about tonight. We are streaming live on the Answer San Diego Facebook page as well as our little private group. Caniacs. And glad to have you with us tonight. Always glad to have my buddy here with me, whatever day of the week it is. I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. It will include and across the board DJ Potato Skins. And what the presidency of Donald J. Trump stood for continues. America can win, but we have to stand up individually and as a society and not back down and make sure that we get it done. And answer your question, Andrea, no, and because I trust my immune system. Absolutely. Your immune system, you know, doesn't, you know, it... it uh, doesn't go away or it's not enhanced necessarily with hand sanitizer, gloves. You know, Fauci, Fauci over the weekend tried to backtrack from saying uh, that he was suggesting double masks. Uh, he, oh, my friend, you said it loud he, and clear. Yes, he said double masking. He absolutely did. An infectious disease expert, expert has actually come out saying that wearing two masks could enhance your ability to get infected by COVID. And you know what? I, I, I don't. You don't have to be an infectious disease expert to have the common sense to know that 
that if you're wearing something that's going to hold in, and we actually talked about this with the single mask, that it, it what it could do is by having your face covered, whether it's with a mask or not, not only does it not keep uh, you from, from the, the particles of coronavirus is so small that it will penetrate a mask, but if you've got coronavirus and you're exhaling, it's going to trap it and you're likely to get a more intense case of coronavirus than you would have if you were not wearing a mask. So... Um, San Diego, like I said, San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond will be here to talk about San Diego County's plan. To voice vaccine, of Reason. Yes, uh, the Voice of Reason. He will be here to talk about uh, the uh, San Diego County efforts to uh, to dispense with the vaccine if you're interested in getting the vaccine. Uh, stay tuned for that, as well as his latest push to get kids back in schools and have them participate in sports. The insanity is growing, and so is the persecution of Trump supporters. And you would think, since 75 million of us voted, not just for President Trump, but ushered in a red wave across this country on uh, just in this election. We also did in 2018, even though we lost the House of Representatives, which was through, through theft, at least six to seven seats here in California. You would think that the Republican Party would be supporting us, right? I was just going to bring that up. Oh, no, they're not. In fact, they are coming for us. They are coming for us. They're not going after the Democrats. They're not going after Swalwell, who lied to the American people for years with the Russian collusion hoax, who who literally slept with a Chinese spy who targeted him and other Democrats, and who's still sitting and will be overseeing the impeachment. No, they're not going after Swalwell. They're not going after they're not going after the, the Lincoln Project which had to admit finally 16, 17 years later after Karl Rove first raised the allegations against John Weaver and his predatory behavior of young men, some under the age of 18. No, they're not going after the, that Never Trumper group that Biden, that fundraised for Biden and supported President Biden. No, they're not going. They're going after Marjorie Taylor Greene and they're going after Trump supporters. She's got such guts. She, I, 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 I love that she's got the courage to stand up for what is right. Well, we need to stand up for her because Mitch McConnell has called her a cancer. He didn't call Eric Swalwell a cancer who literally was targeted by Fong Fong or Fong Wang or whatever the stink her name was, a Chinese spy, and still sits in impeachment. No, Mitch McConnell's not going after him. No, he's going after Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, there's a video going around of her following David Hogg and, you know, kind of, you know, giving him some jazz on the street. But you know what? I don't have a problem with that. Let me tell you why. Because the children out of Parkland and he, at the time, I I didn't really go after him hard. Um, But, you know, my thing was the Democrats put all these high school kids from Parkland on a bus and brought them up to D.C. and even and, and pretended that David Hogg suffered more uh, in the incident at Parkland than he, than he did. But if you're going to, as a teenager, if you're going to enter and, and be a part of and, and, and be given at the time, they weren't just uh, given a voice. They were li- we were literally told, let the children speak. Remember, we were literally told that these teenagers had a right to participate in the crafting of policy. At that point, I have a right to speak up against any, any if they're going to inject themselves into political discourse and if their, their voices are going to be used to craft policy, at that point, we have a right to speak up against them. Instead, uh, she's being criticized because she dared to speak up on the street against David Hogg. Well, let me tell you, the, the, that was the perfect foil. I said it at the time. They're using these kids as shields. Now, granted, Andrew Pollock wasn't brought brought up. He uh, who spoke out in defense 
of our right to bear arms and didn't join the leftist course of what was going on. Nobody from the left was interested in Andrew Pollack. Teenagers, you, they, um, where are any of the Democrats who spoke out against the Catholic kids, uh, Sandman? Many, many in Congress spoke out against him. They, nobody's saying that they're unfit to serve. Right now, she's being declared unfit for Congress. The new, the cancer culture has now gone to Congress. It's gone to Congress. We, she, that we have. Right. We're being told that these elections in November were legit. Millions or or hundreds of thousands or however many people in Georgia went and voted for this woman. They voted for her. If the Georgia voters decide that they don't want her to represent them anymore, like in Wyoming, Liz Cheney is being challenged. Then that's the way that's who gets to decide whether or not she's unfit for office, not some Democrat. And for Mitch McConnell to pile on her when she represents the people of Georgia, she had every right to express her opinion about David Hogg. The GOP is is joining in on now the movement is. And see, this is this is where the Republicans are so intensely stupid because Mitch McConnell doesn't like she's not she's not establishment. She doesn't. She's basically Trump in a dress. Mitch McConnell's Mitch McConnell is feeding now the cancel culture coming into Congress. Adam Kitzinger, who's a Republican, he's he's opened up a pack that uh, it says we need to retake Congress. And he's accusing Matt Gates of trying to cancel Liz Cheney because Matt Gates went to Wyoming and they had a rally and Liz Cheney was censored and a couple of other Republicans have been censored at her state. That is not cancel culture. Cancel culture is attempting to get somebody fired from their job without due process simply because they expressed an opposing view. Censor at the state level and what's going on with these different Republican parties at the state level is a process that's been in place for a long time and it's absolutely appropriate. What's not appropriate is for some is for somebody in Congress or the congressional body to decide that simply because they don't like some uh, some congressperson's opinion that they get to be declared unfit to serve and yanked out of office. That's cancel culture. That's not what's going on with Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney is going to be primaried. Liz Cheney was rightfully censored. That's not cancel culture. And the Republicans are stupid because they're feeding this. This is election interference. This is an attempt to blatantly overturn an election in Georgia of a, a legit elected congresswoman simply because... Neither party likes her. And why? Because they really thought the Republican Party was happy about about having the theft of this election because they thought that they by getting rid of Trump, they're all the all the establishment are all in line with Adam Kinzinger. We're going to retake our GOP from these domestic terrorists, these Trump supporters. Well, let me tell you something, Republican Party, you go you're you going after Marjorie Taylor Greene is you going after me. And 75 million voters. You could not be more stupid right now, Mitch McConnell. You could not be reinforcing my belief that we need to go third party any more than what you are right now. Did you have something you wanted to add? I do. We take I have a, a question for you before we go down. I know we've got Desmond coming up at the, at the break. But with what you just said, it, it's something that I think about on a daily basis. The no, more news stories that come out reinforces my opinion. What is it going to take? I know nothing is confirmed. There have been talks. What is it going to take? And who is it going to take to get Trump to see that helping the Republican Party for the next election is probably not the right course of action. Well, or at least at least withhold, at least at least be saying to them, you know what? 
We're going to all change our voter registration independent. We're not going to give you a dime until you can prove to us with this going on right now. Why would you support the Republican Trump Party needs to see what's happening? Trump needs to come out and say, why are you trying to cancel Marjorie Taylor Greene? And we also need to be dealing with, and we're going to talk about this later in the show, we got to be dealing with the fact that MAGA supporters are already, the persecution in our court systems is already beginning, unconstitutionally, against the, against the rule of law and what is going on in, in our courts. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Jim Desmond, San Diego County Supervisor. Got to talk about what's going on here with these vaccinations. Big story here in San Diego. And then we've got Bob Walters a little bit later on the show for his education segment. And then we want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I posted the question earlier today on Facebook. Um, if anybody out there had gotten the vaccine, the vaccination, if they plan to. And um, pretty much everybody except, uh, you know, one person, I think, said uh, that he got the the first dose here in San Diego County. Hasn't gotten the second yet. Everybody else said, no way, Jose, they were going to get it, which is probably good news because right now I don't know how many people are actually getting it. Join me. Joining me now to discuss is our favorite San Diego County supervisor. Kind of, He's like the only one that we like. <laughs> it's Jim Desmond. <laughs> and he joins me now. Hello, sir. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Andrea, love, uh, it's great to be back. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for all you're doing. Tell everybody what's what the deal is with the vaccination sites. Where are we at with this? Well, we've got several open up in uh, throughout San Diego County. We got a couple of super sites uh, we, we like to call them in the uh, one at Cal State San Marcos, uh, one at um, at Petco Park, and another one down at Chula Vista. These are hopefully going to get up to about five thousand vaccinations a day. And then we've got other smaller ones uh, kind of scattered throughout in uh, North County, which I represent. Uh, we got one in Oceanside, and Escondido, and uh, we're trying to get as many as possible. Uh, however, the reservation system is not working very well, and we've gotten a lot of frustrated people, you know, calling and calling my office and trying to asking us to help them get an appointment. Who put this site together? The same people who did the Obamacare site back in the day. <laughs> I think so. It, it's unfortunately there's like two or three different sites you know that you can to log on to. There's one called myturn.ca.gov, another one called vaccination superstation uh, sd.com, uh, com, and then I was out in Borrego yesterday uh, where they were getting some uh, administered by the uh, Cal Fire, the firefighters, and some other firefighters out there, mm-hmm. uh, and that was a whole other reservation system. So unfortunately, it's been been a real, uh, real kind of a mess with all these different uh, reservation systems. I understand that it's now been, at least we now know the prioritization of this, which is 65 and older, yes? Yes, yes, right, 65 and older, plus, you know, people in the healthcare industry and people the working at and residents of uh, senior or skilled uh, nursing facilities right okay. now. That's where we are. Okay. Um, yeah. It, 
I don't, you know, here's what I'm telling people about the vaccinations. I'm telling, as we hear of reports of like a healthcare worker in Orange County who died after his second, after his second dose, I'm telling people, and we know that, and there's multiple different, I don't know how much of what's being administered here is Pfizer versus Moderna or whatever. My perspective is this. It seems as though I think it should be up to an individual choice. I don't think it should be mandated because I think that as happy as people are to have this as an option, I think that it's really the equivalent of a second phase of a clinical trial. Uh, We know that uh, with a Pfizer vaccine, we know that it wasn't tested on the frail elderly. We know that it wasn't tested to see whether or not you could still spread it. We know that it wasn't tested on those who had had coronavirus previously. We don't really know uh, what that has done uh, with with those pathogens. So, you know, my take on it is I'm telling the listeners, look, you know, you know, buyer beware, understand that there's risk associated with it. With that being said, what murmurings, what are we hearing across the county? I mean, it's hard right now to mandate it because you don't have enough to put it out there. Right. But are you already are you hearing reports that coming down the pike is man is um, it being mandated here in San Diego County? No, I have not. And that would probably, if it did, it would come from the governor, uh, him making uh, that decision. But uh, no, right now it's not mandated. And you're right. We don't even have enough supply for the demand. And, and quite frankly, you know, one of the things that we're doing in San Diego County is we are, we are putting out, we're trying to put the infrastructure that in place just so that we can administer and, and give out as much vaccine as people want. Uh, we're not mandating it. But the problem is right now is the flow of the vaccine. Vaccine. We, we, we just can't get enough vaccines uh, from the uh, federal government and from the state, you know, to the county. So right. we have a great demand. We've got a lot of people who do want the, the vaccine, but we just don't have enough of, of it to give out. And so that's one of the reasons why it's so frustrating to get an appointment or a reservation uh, for, for a shot, because we're not really sure how many we're going to have, it, you know, maybe a week out. We know about two or three days out, but a week out, it's a little bit more difficult. So we want to we, we got to be careful. We don't want to overpromise and people give right. people reservations if we don't have a vaccine. Right. We're talking to San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond. It might be a good time for us to remind people that, you know, the reality is, is that the data has really been sketchy at best. And of the 20 something hundred people that were attributed as a coronavirus deaths, many of them actually were death with coronavirus, not death from coronavirus. So in out of in, in almost a year out of three and a half million residents in San Diego County and it having a 99.6% recovery rate, I'm feeling kind of good with my my own immune system um, beating it. Well, and, and, and you're right. And that's perfectly fine. And, and right now, most of the people that are, that are well, you know, the age group is 65 and older. You have to be for right now or a healthcare worker. And, and uh, so you know, once we get down to the younger ages, uh, there might be uh, more of a disparity of people that you know, just don't want it. The goal, the overall goal is for the county, uh, if, if we can get the vaccines, is to get everybody 16 years or older vaccinated by July. So everybody that wants it, uh, you know, by July. So, you know, we know the younger people uh, aren't as negatively affected by it, but they uh, um, so certainly they're, they're going to become the last in the pecking order. But uh, that's where it is. Where, and, and we realize there's going to be you know many people that just don't want to do it. They don't want to take the vaccine. You're, you, if you've been able to be healthy through this. You know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to tell you yes or no, but uh, it's going to be a personal choice. It should be a personal choice. A choice I expected to be mandated. I think that there can, can 
continued. One of the reasons why I wanted you on tonight was because there was all this huzzah last week. Newsom's decided to reopen, you know, California. I don't consider us fully reopened, Jim Desmond. We don't have indoor oh, dining. No. We've had a storm going on. Who's Who's been sitting out in Ramona, uh, you know, outdoor, you know, when, when it's been raining or whatever? We still don't have restaurants fully open inside. We still don't have uh, where. Can you clarify that? And at what point we're actually going to when I look at it, it, it and every every death is, is a loss for every family member. Every life is precious. But I'm looking at the economic destruction going on across the state and across San Diego County. And I, you know, and I'm just not seeing that the data warrants the continued economic destruction and the wholesale uh, of, of industries being destroyed and lives being destroyed. When are we going to have like full reopening? Well, you know, according to the governor, governor never. We're now we're back to this color tiered system, which never really worked in the first place, and we, they put us in purple. Which technically now, no restaurants are supposed to be allowing any indoor dining. And and to get to the next stage, which is red, it's only twenty five percent indoor dining. And to get to red, there has to be about a tenfold decrease in the number of number of people testing positive. I mean, even if everybody took the vaccine, we probably would never even get to that low low of a number. So right now, it, the lowest color in this tier system is yellow, and that's that allows 50% occupancies of churches and restaurants and, and indoor activities. So there is no real green light or even a green system that uh, is in the pike. And, and even the governor admitted he, or he'd never released the data. You know, it was a great surprise that, yet, you know, last week he opened up a, a, a few things things for barbershops and salons indoors, but restaurants are still only outdoors. I mean, but there was no data that he used to open it up. Same as there was no data for him to close things, uh, you know, in early December. So, and he refuses to give that information out uh, as to what the data is that caused it. So it's really frustrating and and perplexing. And and, uh, unfortunately, people just have kind of lost faith in the governor and what he's doing. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I think there's now about a million and three signatures, um, almost maybe a million and a half maybe signatures but of course um, you know I think that I just heard that we need really need in order to make sure we've got to cover for bad signatures uh, that they need to get two million signatures by the end of March and suddenly we've got people throwing their hat in the ring and I don't know you know you know that you've got an idea who you might want to support at that point Um, but we've we've got to have a change in governor and because we the the Nussolini as I call him has no plans to reopen this state no plans whatsoever. There was never any data that justified ever shutting down this economy in the United States in the first place. I said it at the time that it was a mistake that Trump went along. It was supposed to be 14 days to flatten the curve. And now here we are a year later. And, you know, oh, I guess it's a miracle that we don't. Oh, look, where the flu go? Must be a miracle, Jim Desmond. I mean, we've, we, we've never shut down a $3 trillion economy, annual economy, for any flu or any pandemic in the history and this is why it doesn't make sense and I, and and I don't know um, if if Newsom doesn't get um, it doesn't get recalled you know it, it, it this is unconstitutional and I don't know if at that point how we get our state back 
I, I don't know either, but, you know, there's a lot of people getting on this, uh, you know, recall bandwagon. I've had a lot of businesses who I've been advocating. You know, there a lot of people, you know, they're telling me I'm a Democrat, but I, you know, De- Gavin Newsom has ruined my business and, and could meet, show me no data that, that said that my business was actually spreading the virus. So uh, there's a lot. I think we got to have a lot of, I don't know, necessarily converts, but uh, people are just tired of him and, and uh, don't don't want to put up with him anymore. No, I mean, it's 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 clearly a power grab. He acknowledged and said at one point that this gave him an opportunity to do all these programs that he wanted to have in the past. And, you know, um, Kevin Faulkner made it official today that he's running, but I can't support him because his seizure at $40 million to house 900 people in the convention center. And that's just the hard cost of $40 million. That doesn't include the opportunity cost of the revenue that was lost to the city with the jobs that should have never been turned into a homeless center or convention center. So, you know, that was his own, that was his own selfish, uh, you know, um, agenda item there. And he's also the guy who stood on the beaches with a bullhorn telling people you could walk on the beach but not sit. So, no, I don't support uh, Kevin Faulkner. But I do support you, Jim Desmond. Thank you for being here. I don't have time to get into it. I appreciate your rally that you did the other day to get the schools reopened and get kids bang, uh, back playing their sports. Because not only have businesses been destroyed, but one of the ways that they've destroyed businesses was with the school closures that have done irreparable harm to our children. So um, it, did you, in 30 well, seconds, can you speak on that and then we'll wrap it up? Well, I, I think they have done irreparable harm, and I would like to see the teachers uh, starting to get the vaccine so that they we can get them back to work, so we can get our kids back into school and get them out on the on the play on the uh, fields where they can play and compete and stay healthy. So, thank you so much. Well, thank you for being here, Jim Desmond. I appreciate it. All right, now y'all speaking of school, stay tuned because we've got our buddy Bob Walters who's going to be here. His segment's always eye opening. So come on back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Write this number down, 888-344-1170. If you want to give us a call, you're going to take the vaccine. Have you taken it? I want to hear from somebody who's had both doses. How are you feeling? Did you yeah, have any ever- You and I were talking off the air, and it seems like the problem comes when that second dose is coming yeah. to play. Yeah, absolutely. Um, joining me now, I know, it, 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 maybe I, I won't show up tomorrow too, right? We'll treat yeah, tomorrow Bob's like on, Saturday. No, on a Monday, so it's Friday. <laughs> See you later. Uh, yeah, Bob had some personal business to tend to on Friday so he could be with us, but that's okay. So we're going to book in the week. We're going to Bob tonight and Friday night. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Thanks. Good to be here. Oh, well, you sound good. So you sound all ready to go. What you got for us tonight, my friend? Well, uh, first of all, on that group, We the Kids, which I talked about a week or two ago, Yeah, they've now formed a, a, a little side organization called We the Kids Team at gmail.com. People can look them up. But that's doing wonders, teaching kids about our history by having kids go to museums, interview patriotic leaders, watching even a TV show that's been created, talking about the history of the country, and even hook the kids into being interviewers with the public. They give them a badge and a clipboard and have them go out and ask the public what they know about history as a way of illustrating to the typical kid how little 
the adults know. I love that. This being Black History Month, you know, uh, we need to make sure that we're we are um, actually teaching kids real history of of this country, not just the you know leftist version of history, as they want to tear down, uh, you know, remove anything pro America, remove you know, make our founders all be you know um, uh, their the the narrative be changed to make all our founders be made out to be a bunch of racist, and then America is an evil country that never did anything good so now is the you know this is just a great idea uh to educate kids and have them go out and and spread the good word the the real history and the good history of this country yeah i urge urge your listeners to make contact with them to donate to them whatever but even may think about organizing under their umbrella your own organization and and activity in your neighborhood so what's it called again we the kids we the kids got it yep all right and then college crazies. Always oh, got some of those. Right. Chaucer, Chaucer rather, is to be scraped as British University decolonizes its curriculum. So they're getting <laughs> and, rid of Chaucer? Yeah, in favor of modules in sex and race. So that's uh, that means the illness is not only in the United States, but is also affecting Europe, which I suspected. Yeah. Unlike China, which is not having any part of any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you got Jane Ward, professor of gender and sexual studies, interesting department, and self-described lesbian. She says heterosexual relationships are inherently bad for people because they highlight inequality. That's so stupid. I mean, highlight inequality. Men and women, mothers and dads, they have babies and they have families, and that's the basis of this country. And to say that that's uh, in itself a sin of a relationship, you got to be kidding. Well, no. what it's about is this is just the cultural Marxist movement of, of um, destroying the family unit and the traditional family. Men yeah, and women yeah. are, they're not, there's no two individuals that are absolutely equal. Define equal. What does that even mean? We're all individuals. You know, I'm not equal height with my sister. She's taller than I am. I, you know what? We don't have equal abilities. You know, I might have a skill here that some Somebody else doesn't have and vice versa you know i'm never going to be able to sing you know i oh gosh i would have loved to have been a singer um you know so so, so and with men and women you know there's there's no such thing even with in, in general men are stronger than women but you know what i've met a few men in my day that i could arm wrestle you know i'm beating an arm wrestle so it's just this obsession with equality is all about feeding the false narrative that the government can create equal outcomes for people so that's and, why they're all get rid of the family did, right. did you mean the family? That's a shame. It's just exactly. Anyway, and you got uh, Dave Horowitz, who did some interviews with a couple hundred students at Harvard two weeks ago, and his little survey showed that sixty-five percent of the two hundred and eighty students he talked to want to see the Constitution abolished, as it is outdated and doesn't fit in today's world. And then he asked, "Well, how many of you have actually read it?" And that was an, an outstanding two percent. Wow. Of the 280 students <laughs> that he interviewed. So pretty pathetic. It is pathetic. And this is why I like your idea of We the Kids, because, you know, our history, you know, I would like to think that, you know, as part of that program, that they're actually educating people about the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and what the First Amendment means and the Second Amendment and how important all this is and, and what the what the founders were really about. I agree. You got the California Supreme Court just ruled that you have no right to an education despite that clause in the state's constitution. Hooray. 
Thus, the court rejected a petition that would have forced the schools to open for actual classes, at least for the uh, needs of special students. That explains I'm sitting there thinking, why would they say that you don't have a right to it so that they, they can justify continuing these shutdowns? Yep, yep. And that was filed by the Alliance for Children's Rights and the Learning Rights Center. So the union wins again. They want no schools open in L.A. and elsewhere until all their demands are met, which have nothing to do with education. No, it doesn't. In fact, I think Chicago had a bad. There's something going on with the, with the school unions in Chicago today. And these unions, they just have way too much power. And, mm-hmm. you know, they just, you know, I, I can't I can't remember what's going on in Chicago. It's the same stories it is in L.A. It's like these different school unions will have different demands wherever they are locally. But it's basically holding a gun to, to the, head, the heads of, you know, the taxpayers and saying, you know, we're not going to go back to school unless you A, B, C and D. And yeah. it's and it's and it's like we're the ones who are paying for these people with their taxpayer dollars. And yet we have no power for them. It's not even about the kids. It's, no, it's just not about the kids. Every one of these teachers are sitting home Month after month, and they're paid in full. Yeah. <laughs> and most of them, there's a couple of them are doing the remote education, but most of them do nothing except well, full ex- pay. Exactly. And, and yes, we do know before the same individual from San Diego decides to call, we do know that there are some teachers doing it. But we also know in the state of California that upwards of 35% of children never got contacted by a teacher for their online schooling. We know that in the case of the LA County uh, unions, that they had said that they were not going to go back and reopen until they got the universal income, uh, police reform, and had nothing to do with kids. Children are the pawns here. We also know that children, we also know that children don't get coronavirus and they don't give it. So now that the big push uh, nationally, one of the things that we're hearing is that, oh, well, we'll safely reopen, but we just need, we need, we need money to make it happen. Why do you need money if you know the kids don't get it and they don't give it, you don't need millions and millions of dollars to outfit the schools. Outfit them to do what? To keep kids away from each other and they can't play on the schoolyard. They're getting when our they, tax money, Andrea. When, well, when they know that they don't, they, they, they don't give it and they don't get it. What do you need? Outfit the schools with what? It's a waste of money, but they can take the money they haven't been spending to pay the electric bills and, and the physicals and uh, to maintain the, the physical structures. They, should, they yeah. should be sitting on a lot of extra dough right now, shouldn't they, Bob? Oh, absolutely. It's just a ripoff. Then you hear the Paris Climate Accord, which, of course, Biden is having us rejoin for no clear reason other than their actions and rules will not affect China and India, who produce 88 percent of the bad air in the world. So that's how stupid it is. But I found out something else I wasn't aware of. It does have a clause in that uh, Paris Climate Accord that requires the schools to give at least one hour a week to discuss climate change and how to be an activist to change it. So even less time for learning math, English, and history. Wow. I didn't realize that they they would require our schools to teach climate uh, advocacy and climate uh, Climate, issues. It's climate hucksterism is what it is. Uh, That reminds me of Kamala Harris. You know, first we had uh, John Kerry, horse face, last week saying, oh, all these 50 to 100,000 people lost their jobs in the Keystone Pipeline. He said they could go make solar panels. It gets even worse. Kamala Harris, I don't know if you heard this, Bob. She was in West Virginia, and she says the coal miners, they can go and clear fields from landmines. 
that'd be good. Congratulations! You know, the whole thing, all of these, the windmills and the and the solar panels are all made in China. That could change in time, but to tell people now that they're laying off now, that just go down the street and get this other job, they don't exist. Or, or worse, you can go and maybe lose a leg trying to clear a field from landmines. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. It's crazy. Then you got Cindy Martin, who's just sitting down in your neck of the woods, uh, San Diego you. superintendent of schools uh-huh. with a failed record, has been named to be the assistant secretary of education by President Biden. Mm-hmm. She refused to expel dangerous students, eliminated real grading to hide failure level of the students. And this district tells white teachers that they're guilty of, quote, spirit murdering, unquote, black children and should undergo anti-racist therapy. She's now the number two person in charge of education in the entire nation. God, we're heading down the road. Speaking of spirit murder, I mean, this is this is that's what this entire anti-American 1619 project, the Black Lives Matter curriculum that's being taught in schools, like being taught out in La Mesa. All of this critical race theory stuff is all about an attempt to murder and assassinate uh, this country and what it's founded on and our founders and who they were. That's what this whole cancel culture is about. It's all about in order to turn us and transform us into their Marxist utopia. They got to murder off America and they got to start with murdering our history. And oh, by the way, this isn't even a new idea because this is kind of what went on in Germany. You got another Biden appointee to lead the Civil Rights Division of the Justice Department, Kristen Clark, who's an advocate for Afrocentric racist theories of black superiority, oh good, and quite anti-Semitic, while being a strong supporter of the Black Lives Matter. And we say that Biden is not a racist? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Final thing I have is just a little word of advice or warning. In, in Illinois, and if you know anybody in Illinois or, or any of the listeners have friends and relatives there, they should really think to get involved before the 16th of this month. That's when the state makes a final ruling on requiring a new vigorous set of rules by for all teachers to follow in K-12. to And it would uh, give government total control of what students learn and how they learn it, effectively turning students into at-will activists for far-left progressive issues. It's really amazing what they got in mind. And the big vote on it comes February 16th at the state legislature. And uh, this is in Illinois? In Illinois, yeah. Okay. This is, this is a state where only 37% of the kids in third grade are grade level proficient in English and only 41% grade level proficient in math. <laughs> so, you know, it's nice. Let's not focus on getting more education. Let's talk about Common Core and mm-hmm. and all the other leftist ide- ideology and make that the main structure of what's being taught in the schools, which we see everywhere, but they're really getting ready to do it in Illinois. Well, and then there's not been any pushback. We're not going to stu- we're not going to, people aren't running for school boards. People aren't going to uh, the school board meetings to understand or pushing back, you know, against the curriculum by and large. People are starting to become more aware. I'm even starting to get asked about this topic in, in other interviews that I'm doing on other media outlets. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I've been, you know, people that were asking me about it. And it's like, yeah, this is something we've been doing on a weekly basis for a while, trying to educate people about what's going on in the schools. This is the battleground. This is how you change a nation by churning out little socialist, you know, state activists who've been completely indoctrinated into this far left crazy town stuff. And we just have not been active enough, you know, to, to, to stop it. But everybody should be become more aware and be willing to do something 
and don't think that because you don't have kids, it doesn't affect you, because this affects all of us. So. Yeah, so if you know anybody in Illinois, have them do something to get a yeah. hold of the uh, legislature before February 16th. Before February 16th. All righty, yeah. Bob. Well, thank, thank you for you. being here. You rest up the next few days, and then you're back Friday. I'll be back. <laughs> I'm, I'm healing. I'm good. All right. Now, we're going to take you. a little break, and then we'll be back for our final segment tonight on Monday. Don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, I was so sore when I got here today. I can barely walk. Your back is is sore, right? Yeah, your, my back's your, tweaked. Your back's tweaked, yeah. Well, mine is self-inflicted from working out too hard. Um, I've, I've, I've lo- I'm loving all these YouTube videos. You know that I can that that I can watch. So that's that's my new thing for working out because um, gyms are closed. So I'm working out at home, and uh, so I'm sore today. But you know what? I'm still feeling good, taking care of myself. I don't plan to get. I started the show by asking about uh, vaccinations. I don't. I don't. I think you said you're not going to get it. Not doing it. I'm not going to do it. If 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 I'm not able, if it gets to the point where it's mandated and I have to do it to travel, then I'll make a decision. At that point, I think we should be past the trial, to the trial phase. I'm not saying I'll never get it, but right now I'm not going to participate in a, in a trial I feel like I feel like that that's really where we're at there's just too many different aspects that they, they didn't test for to get it out quickly which I don't necessarily have a problem with if, if that's the demand if that's what consumers want fine Nine, I, 99.6% recovery rate my I've got my I boost my immune system with uh, my balance in nature I have I am now past the year mark for the first time in my life I have not had to take antibiotics for a year for any uh, anything related to an infection ear, nose, and throat for over a year. That is literally like a medical miracle. And um, I, I used to live my life, in addition to multiple infections every year, every four hours I was having to take over-the-counter sinus pills at the same time between infections. So this is like a miracle for me. So you know what? I, I'm not saying that it doesn't mean I'm never going to get a cold or anything. But, you know, I haven't had one in over a year. So go to balancingnature.com. Use the discount code HEALTH. 35% off on preferred orders and free shipping right now. Um, we were talking a little bit about the recall earlier. Um, I, we need a million and a half signatures. There's a million two. The word is we if we get to two, that will cover up for any of the bad signatures. Uh, a guy out of, I don't know if you guys know who Mike Cerno is, Mike Cernovich, far right um, commentator i mean he owns twitter he's got so many followers there's periscope vids just get so many views he says he's going to run against if if the recall goes through he says he's going to run he says he knows that he doesn't have a shot of winning because he's so far right you're not really going to get elected in california because he would have people running against him but i like his idea because this is what activism does because he's like i will force gavin newsom to have to answer i'm going to go after him for his crimes of humanity with these shutdowns the second Newsom was at French Laundry having a dinner inside was proof as same thing with his plump jack being open it has proof that he knew good and dang well that they we didn't have these need for shutdowns that it's all about power and it's human uh, and, and he says it's Could you really think humanity. he would be there if there was a need? Of course not of course he wouldn't be sitting there next to somebody. He's got restaurants shut down we, and they're still not open. Oh, Newsom's lifted the shutdowns. No he hasn't. You, you, you can now go back to sit outside and eat a sandwich. 
That's a shutdown lift for you? No, it's not. That's how conditioned we've become to be submissive to the tyrants and the bullies to allow them to have control over our lives. And we know that many of the 2,000, uh, 2000 deaths or 2,700 deaths in San Diego County at a 3.5 million, that's still not the leading cause of death in San Diego. It's not even top three. And that's if you believe the number. We There's, don't shut down for the top three. No. There's no excuse for this. And at some point, recall or not, I don't trust that we're going to get a Republican in there who's not going to continue along these shutdown paths. We do not have one state completely open, by the way. Florida's about the closest thing to it. But there's still pockets where they've got some stuff shut down. I know you're you're anti-Falconer, but I just want to say if he wants any chance with people like you or people like me, the one thing he could concretely say is, you know what? I will make sure that we don't have these, you know, the shutdowns as they are. We reopen the state. He would need to say that. He would need to say completely reopen the state. Mask and six foot distancing should be your choice as human beings. It should absolutely be your choice. I'm calling to you, Kevin Faulkner. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. So um, another story. I don't have t- too much time to get into it, but there is a judge. Uh, who is refusing to let a guy who was charged with uh, a minor, a misdemeanor, one count of illegally entering a restricted area. He was not, he's being held and not allowed bail until his trial for a misdemeanor. And one of the reasons why is because he refused to recognize the legitimacy of the election. For political opinion, he's being kept in jail. That's some really frightening stuff. That's a frightening place to be in America. We'll be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.